Hello, hello. Welcome to Shine Health Coaching. So first and foremost, today I want to talk about eating for health and longevity. I want to be focusing on gut microbiomes as well as the aging process and what they've come up with so far during the study of what causes aging and how to slow down or stop aging. So first and foremost, I just want to talk about the body as if the body is an ecosystem. I think that a lot of people tend to um, see things as very separate rather than an interconnected web. And I think if you really look at the body as what it is, an interconnected web of cells that are all communicating together, uh, then you'll be able to get to the root cause. And once you find the root cause, any health issues are going to subside. So, you know, this includes like looking at your story. So like going all the way back. So if you've got a stomach ache, I'm not just talking about going, you know, looking back over the last couple of days of what you've eaten. I want to look at like literally your entire life and think like, where does this come from? Like, is it, have you seen this before? Is it a specific food? When did this happen? Like, were you born with a food sensitivity or did you uh, grow a food sensitivity? Because um, once you have understanding of that, you can either fix it or at least have understanding around where it's come from and some education around that. So uh, I want to talk about, obviously, the gut health. So your gut is the central system for your health. If your gut microbiome is out, then it's very easy for the rest of the body to lose health. If you take care of your inner health, then you'll be stronger. So ways to take care of that is prebiotics, probiotics, polyphenols, which is from fruit and vegetables, uh, and fiber. Uh, so, you know, if you don't take care of this, then that bacteria grows and travels around the stomach and you'll end up with a bloated stomach, that food baby look. Um, so yeah, there are ways, there's tests that you can take to test your microbiome to find out um, you know, where it's at. And so by doing that, you can then go through the stages of repairing it. So obviously repairing it's going to start with quality whole foods, eliminating gluten and dairy. Um, if that is showing signs that it's um, upsetting your system, uh, and then, you know, the process of weeding out any bad bacteria, any bad, um, you know, any imbalances that are in the body and then seed. So it's like weed, seed, feed. And so the seed process is like having the probiotics. You know, I wouldn't suggest taking probiotics all the time, but taking probiotics to bump up that good bacteria if you've come off antibiotics, etc. cetera. Um, you know, think about probiotics taking probiotic supplements like tourists. They come in and they help bump up the economy, but they are not there, you know, they're not going to be around for long. So they're good to help um, seed in that good bacteria, but you want to be feeding that. And so feeding that is going to come from that green leafy green diet, fruits, um, you know, healthy nuts, healthy fats, uh, lots of water, lots of sleep, and just keeping that balance uh, in alignment. Uh, and, you know, you can use food as medicine, you know, and everyone's different and needs different things. But the one thing that no, you know, obviously nutrition is based on ideologies a lot. But one thing that everyone seems to agree on is eating lots of fruit, vegetables and good fats uh, and high. If you are going to meet, eat meat to eat a high quality of meat has, you know, everyone seems to agree on that. Obviously, the meat um, 
and even fruit. I've seen some people don't like eating large quantities of fruit because they're scared of the sugar intake. From my personal experience, I have noticed that if you do go over a fruit intake, you will notice those sugar imbalances. But it's like if you're eating, if you're hitting those five serves of vegetable a day and hitting the the fruit intake, um, you won't really have that problem uh, in terms when they're talking about large quantities of fruit. I'm thinking, you know, you're eating like a kilo of blueberries a day. Um, on top of you know having smoothies with fruit and that that's that's the only time that I started to notice that fruit the the fruit was too much you know so it's for the average person I don't think that that's going to be a problem um, so yeah so I was researching today Dr David Sinclair he's a Harvard professor uh, you know studying uh, you know the DNA changes within rats and and there's some interesting studies they've been doing on that for a number of years. Uh, and what they found is that um, T cell activity influences the gut microbiome, um, which has caused, you know, has shown to cause weight gain uh, and then higher levels of, you know, insulin. And, um, you know, when you're taking antibiotics, this has been shown to cause obesity uh, as well. So, yeah. So Dr. David Sinclair sees aging as a disease and he thinks that uh, there's longevity genes which can be activated in your daily life. And they've picked up on 50 genes that are responsible for aging. He has a main focus of seven that he studies, um, but he believes that if you're tapping into the longevity genes, um, then these genes start to communicate. Well, commu- obviously, they're always communicating better, but communicating together but they're communicating better at talking to each other and um, this is when they find uh, better results so what they've done is they put cells in a dish and then they coached them to form into a brain cell that responds to stimuli uh, and then they aged it forward and they aged it backwards Uh, so this was just using um, you know stimulating different genes so the, the, the belief so far is that the earlier you start in turn, like turning on your longevity genes, the better, which I think is quite, um, it makes sense, you know, uh, and that, you know, when you're older, 80% of your health, you know, your old age, your health in older age is up to you and how you're living your life. So we forget how much these things Im- impact us, like smoking cigarettes, if you, you know, if you don't smoke cigarettes, that's an average of 14 years extra on your age, you know, and smoking actually damages your DNA. Uh, So in terms of, okay, well, how do we trigger these longevity genes? Well, first and foremost, don't eat so much. Most people overestimate how much we need to eat. Uh, I feel like in today's day and age, food is more so a source of pleasure rather than a source of nutrition. Um, so it's okay to go hungry every now and again. Obviously, there's a there's a balance to this, but you probably don't need to be eating as much as you think. Obviously, this varies depending on people to people. You know, as an athlete, you need to be eating a lot. You know, especially strongmen and the powerlifters and that they they purposely eat large quantities of food to gain muscle. So. But the average person who goes to a desk job and has a you know a normal life doesn't need to be eating that that much. So first and foremost, don't eat so much, and 
high intensity workouts because what this does is it activates the longevity genes because the body senses adversity. So it's like a little bit of stress to the body, which stimulates the survival genes. Um, and yeah, so ways that, um, other things that, you know, stimulate these genes is healthy fats. So this is like avocado, olive oil, uh, you know, the polyphenols, which is the molecules that plants make when they're stressed, obviously having a primarily plant-based diet. They also found that eating too much meat shuts down the genes. Um, but it will help you. Okay. So eating meat is good for muscle gain, but, um, you know, but if you want to have cell health, then, um, how do I explain this in a way that it's eating meat, eating too much meat shuts down these genes. Whereas if you eat a little bit of meat, this so far, what they're finding is it's, you know, it's, it's fine, but you want to be eating quality meat, not just, you know, so we talked about organic and all of that. We want to be making sure that you are eating the best quality meat that you can, uh, as well as, um, to stop eating when you get to about 60% fullness. So, you know, if you're not, you don't want to go hungry per se, not eating until you're completely full is another way to not put your body under so much stress uh, and eat slower so that you feel fuller. Uh, and this really works down to, you know, the psychology of health. You don't have to finish all your food on your plate. You don't have to rush your food. The food's still going to be there. There's always going to be another meal. We don't need to activate those genes, which uh, have been set off in the famine period of, oh my God, I don't know when I'm going to get food again. So relax. <laughs> we're good. We're good. Uh, and ask yourself, you know, obviously I'm about to go traveling, very excited. Um, but I know I'm going to be on planes and I'm going to be, sometimes you get to the hotel really late at night and everything's closed and I, I'm aware of what I'm about to go into. So for myself, the mindset side of this is like, you have to ask yourself, what do I want to look like when I'm 80? when I'm 30, because uh, I'm, I'm in my 20s. So for me, it's what do I want to look like when I'm 30? What do I want to look like next week? And you have to remind yourself about tomorrow because in that moment, it's the battle of now and later. So, and also in terms of keep, you know, activating these genes, good sleep, love, and a sense of community um, has definitely been shown to have anti-aging benefits. Um, and this is the thing, most people know this, you know, I feel like what I'm explaining to you is quite common. A lot of it is common knowledge, but it's just having that discipline to do that and to really put it as a priority in your life. Um, so yeah. Um, Another thing that they actually did as well is they turned these cells, the ones that they were turning into brains, they actually turned them into a mouse and they even were able to change the color of the mouse to green. So this just shows just how uh, uh, susceptible these genes are to change. Uh, and yeah, so there's still a lot of study to be done around how to you know do this. Uh, but we're definitely on track for medicine that will reverse or at least slow down aging. So, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Um, I hope you have a great day wherever you are in the world. Bye.